Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes. Welcome to March. I think this is our first episode of March. Yeah. So welcome to March. Um, we're getting there. Almost spring. All of my fellow seasonal depression havers. We're so close. <laughs> Next, this time, I think this weekend is daylight savings here. So unfortunately next, yeah next episode that uh i am recording it will be daylight outside for the first time in so so long so that'll be fun yes but we will have less sleep <laughs> we will be missing an hour of sleep it will be stolen from us um by capricious gods which you do hate to see um anyways so last week we uh, discussed Rocket Raccoon um, and also had some technical difficulties. So this week we probably, obviously, we're going to talk about Groot. What? Just no other names, simply Groot. Um, and hopefully have no technical difficulties, but we will see. Um... It would be funny if this entire episode was just us saying I am Groot over and over and over again for an hour in oh, different inflections. Damn, that would that would be really funny. <laughs> is the thing. I wish we'd I wish we'd thought of that and we'd been like timed the episodes to be doing an April Fool's Day episode on Groot where we just say I am Groot. That would have been so good. It would have been a good bit. You know what? Next podcast. We'll make new identities. We'll make a new podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When we change our when we change our names to start a new podcast. Yes. Um anyways. Groot is uh in sort of a similar situation to Rocket in that he first showed up very briefly many years ago, and then had, like, just a couple of sporadic appearances, um, and was not really established into, uh, the Groot that we know and love today, um, until the, uh, event Annihilation Conquest, uh, which established the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, for the first time. Um, even though they mostly consisted of pre-existing characters, but, like, it's formed them into the team of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and also, since then, it is possible that the Groot who originally showed up in, like, his very first appearance, is not the same Groot, but also it might be the same Groot. The jury is kind of out. So we're gonna talk about... <laughs> we're gonna talk about original Groot regardless. <laughs> because it is... I mean, it does establish the existence of a Groot. And so current Groot would not exist without this Groot, whether or not it's the same Groot. <laughs> Get ready to hear the word Groot a lot. <laughs> um, so in uh, Groot's first appearance, um, he showed up in Tales to Astonish, written by uh, Stan Lee and Larry Lieber, uh, and drawn by Jack Kirby. Um, and it was a... Uh, Tales to Astonish, like a lot of kind of, uh, comics at the time, uh, was like kind of an anthology series. So Groot's first appearance was a one-off story, uh, in 1960, um, where he shows up as Groot, the monster from Planet X, um... Which you you have to think now, at this point, now that there's, like, so many different planets established in the Marvel Universe, they're like, why did we call this one just Planet X? Why would it be called that? For fun. 
for fun. Uh, so Groot shows up. He's a uh, big old building-sized tree monster. Um, and he shows up with the intention of uh, basically kidnapping this small town and bringing it back to his planet to study. Uh, this version of Groot does speak in complete sentences. He does say the words, I am Groot, when he shows up to establish that he is Groot. Um, but he also, like, explains, like, his plan and what his deal is. Um, I am Groot, and this is what I'm all about. Uh, this here's here's my thing. My name's um, Groot, and I'm here to say I'm gonna steal this <laughs> town in a major way. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's um he's a big he's a big tree man. Um, he is uh immune to. It's kind of it, he it, he can't be harmed by like most conventional weapons, um, and he's also like pretty resistant to fire, which uh is surprising because you would think being a big monster made of wood that fire would be the thing, uh, but no, fire doesn't really hurt him so much, um, and he has the ability to uh regenerate himself um to like absorb other plants into himself um and also to uh control plants uh and like animate them uh so he like part of his plan is that he like brings a bunch of trees around this town to life and, like, has the trees basically create, like, a net to, like, contain the town so he can bring it into space. Um, he is, uh, ultimately stopped by a biologist, uh, named, what's, Leslie Evans, I think? Yeah, Leslie Evans, um, who is, only exists in this one story, as far as I'm aware. Um, and, uh, he comes up with the idea to, uh, use termites, basically, to unleash a bunch of termites to attack Groot, um, and seemingly destroy him, um, and, uh, is able to successfully save the town. Um, so that's Groot's first appearance. Big monster in a uh, one-shot science fiction story about what if there was a big tree from outer space. Um, after that, uh, he shows up. He has a brief appearance in the 70s um, in a Hulk issue. Um where it's revealed that he actually, uh, survived the, you know, his initial appearance, and he got, uh, collected by the collector, uh, along with a whole bunch of other various, um, like, Silver Age Marvel, like, monsters, um, and they are, uh, Freed by the Mole Man, who's trying to break into the Collector's collection and steal the monsters and use them for himself. Um, and, uh, ultimately they all escape. Um, they all somehow end up in New York, because it's Marvel. They start destroying the city, um, and the Hulk has to stop them. Uh, along with, I think it's a thing where it's, like, the Hulk and the Thing and, like, a couple of other kind of, like, monster-adjacent superheroes work together to fight the big monsters, because, like, everyone loves that shit. <laughs> um, so, 
after that they get sent to the negative zone <laughs> um and then at some point uh apparently escape um because he shows up in it, again it's a long time before he shows up like he's uh referenced a couple times there's like a brief scene in the 90s where like spider-man has a nightmare about a bunch of like like if we're, we're a bunch of like old like monster characters make an appearance and Groot is one of them um even though Peter never met Groot or I mean maybe he saw him at some point while he was rampaging through New York um and then uh shortly before he shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy uh he shows up in a 2000s uh howling commandos book um and this version of the howling commandos um th they are literally howling commandos because they're all monster characters <laughs> um i thought you were gonna say they're they were all werewolves and i was gonna get really excited but this is good too <laughs> well werewolf by night is one of them so at least one werewolf um and then some other various, like, uh, Gorilla Man, K uh, Nkantu the Living Mummy. Um, uh, so they, um, find Groot somewhere. For some, somehow Groot escapes. They find Groot and, uh, arrest him, along with a bunch of other kind of monstery characters that they're, uh, bringing in, and, uh, while they're being held at this, like, shield base, the Howling Commandos try to convince Groot and the other beings to come join their team. They're like, look, we're all, like, monsters, sort of, but we're, you know, helping fight evil, you could be with us and not be arrested. Um, and at some point, it's, they're fighting Merlin, I think. At some point, they're like, okay, we're just gonna let all these monsters out. And if they decide to help us, then they'll help us. And if not, they'll probably just leave. So, you know, no harm, no foul. Um, and... Groot is the only one who decides to stay and help them. He initially leaves, uh, and then he changes his mind and comes back and agrees to help them all fight Merlin. Um, so he, that's where they leave off with Groot, um, before the Guardians of the Galaxy. So when Guardians of the Galaxy happens. Um, like we said with Rocket, it's like, uh, basically, so this, this event, this Annihilation Conquest event is like, Ultron has like merged with the Phalanx, um, and Peter Quill is recruited to form a team of, uh, like, criminals basically who can be used as as like a suicide squad type thing we said that last time but like you know who can be like used as expendable fodder to try and stop ultron and the phalanx and if they die they die um so he finds rocket and groot together and it's established that like off screen um, they, these two have, like, developed some kind of friendship. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if we learn why Groot was arrested when he first met Rocket. Um, but, uh, we find out later that it's, like, the two of them were, uh, thrown into a, uh, cell together. Um... And a bunch of, like, the guards were all, uh, 
like, being extremely cruel to Groot because of the fact that he could only say, I am Groot. I think that's this... I think the Howling Commandos story is where he starts just saying, I am Groot. Um, Because, again, because that wasn't a thing when he initially showed up. I think it happens in the Howling... Obviously, it's happening... Um, by the time of Guardians of the Galaxy, is that his thing is that he only ever says, I am Groot. Uh, mostly, I think I feel like it must have happened in the Howling Commandos thing, because that was so close to this, that if they, like, suddenly changed that, like, two years later, it would be like, why, why is this the thing now? But otherwise, it's like, it's been so long, nobody remembers if Groot speaks in complete sentences or not. We can decide that he just says, I am Groot, and it's fine. Um, anyways... They were in prison. Guards were being extremely mean to Groot because he's a weird tree man and he only says one sentence. Um, Rocket tried to ignore it, eventually got fed up, stood up for Groot. Groot imprinted on him immediately. Um, used his, like, you know, uh, his plant body to, like, make a nice little nest for Rocket to sleep in to be more comfortable than a prison bed. And eventually, after, like, spending, you know, some time together, Rocket realized that he could actually understand what Groot meant with his uh, various I am Groot sentences. Um, So Star-Lord finds the two of them, uh, recruits them, to his Guardians of the Galaxy, even though they're not uh, called that yet. Um, And they join him, Mantis, I think Drax, and Philavel, and Adam Warlock are the original team. Um, That's a pretty good lineup. Yeah, you know, it's it's solid. Um, And they... uh, Set off to go try and fight Ultron and the Phalanx. Um, they somewhat, uh, early on in this initial, uh, adventure, Groot is, Groot, I think, dies twice during Annihilation Conquest. It's a rough time for Groot. Groot, uh, seemingly dies, like, sacrificing himself to help the team get away. Um, and then survives because, you know, a small little, like, Groot twig um, was able to retain his, you know, his consciousness and he can regenerate from the twig. So Rocket is, like, carrying the little mini Groot around on his shoulder. Um, And then he, like, gets blown up again (laughs) and then has to regenerate again. Uh, at the end of the story, um, but, uh, he does, he does, he does regenerate, um, and It would be wild if he didn't. Could you imagine if that was the whole episode? Yeah, anyways, and then Groot never comes back. It's weird. It's weird that they went through all this to establish this character, and then he never came back. Anyways, thanks everybody. he, He didn't come back until, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy film got really popular, and then they're like, oh, uh, yeah, that guy's still here. He's fine. Don't worry about it. I actually wouldn't um, be surprised if that was a thing that happened. I mean, yeah. Um, so they, like we mentioned with Rocket, the group decides to, uh, to continue working together as a team. Um, it's later gets revealed that, like, Peter had Mantis kind of subtly psychically influence everybody to agree to stay as a team, and then they all get mad at him when they find that out, um, and then they break up and then they reform the team again. They, they, they do that a lot. Um, (laughs) they're like, wow, we're mad at Peter. We're gonna go do something else for a while. And that's We're like, gonna Man, leave. I did kind of miss that group, though. Yeah. Um. Exactly. They're like, oh, our weird, our weird little team of weirdos. Um. So, Rocket and Groot both join the 
you know, continuing iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, even though, uh, Groot has still not fully regenerated. He's, like, at the beginning, like, Rocket is, like, carrying him around in a little flower pot. Um, but he does, uh, over time, uh, regrow to his, uh, his, his full size. And I don't, I don't think it takes that long. Um, so the, uh, uh, Rocket and Groot are on the Guardians of the Galaxy. They're, like, uh, going on all these various adventures with them. Um, a few things happen, uh, during this. Uh, one thing is, I mean, many, many things happen, obviously. Uh, Groot-relevant, uh, revelations, um... One is that, uh, I think an, uh, an inhuman called, uh, Maximus the Mad. All right. Is like, yeah, working together with the Guardians and, uh, reveals that, like, he can actually, uh, not only can he, like, perfectly, like, understand what Groot is saying, um, but that Groot is, like, in fact a, uh, super genius who, like, has this, like, incredible amount of, like, quantum physics and, like, engineering knowledge, um, and they're having, like, this, like, very in-depth conversation about it, even though, uh, Groot is only saying, I am Groot, um, and then it's, like, it's unclear in, because he's Maximus the Mad, so it's unclear to everyone else, they're, like, is, are they actually having a conversation? Or is this guy imagining that they're having a conversation? Um, it's later, I believe later than this, um, it is, like, established canonically that the, the Groot's, the Flora Colossi is the name of, the scientific name of Groot's species. That's a big plant. Yeah, big plant. Um, it's established that they, like, the, it's not that they, like, don't have the, they physically can't, like, form sentences because they're made of wood and they're, like, you know, voice boxes are very kind of stiff and can't create many sounds, so the only sounds they can make are the words, I am Groot. Um, so, I mean, I guess presumably they're not actively saying the English sentence, I am Groot. They're just making a sound that sounds like the English sentence, I am Groot. And everyone's like, this guy's saying his name's Groot. Um, but, uh, they are, like, you know, capable of complex thought that they would, like, put into language if they were physically able to form more words. Um, Wild that comics then, isn't, like, yeah, they have a form of sign language because they have dexterous fingers. Yeah, they have, <laughs> like, a lot of mobility. Um, I mean, they do, uh, they do communicate with each other, um, but I don't know if that's, like, well, they all can understand the various inflections of their sentences, or if they have some sort of, you know, like, plant, forest, hive mind kind of thing. It's just the mycelium. Um, yeah, you know, the mycelium. Um, there's also a later story, um, where, uh, Jean Grey telepathically communicates with Groot, um, and is, you know, able to see everything that's, like, going on in his head. So it seems to corroborate what Maximus is saying, um, but also maybe Groot was just fucking with him for fun. <laughs> um, there's, um, also a story where, uh, the guardians are trying to like sit in on a uh galactic council um and everyone's like you you can't be part of this you're not important enough and then it's revealed that uh Groot is actually like 
royalty of Planet X. Um, he's like their like their king or like you know descended from their king. Um, so he is able to uh represent Planet X on this council. Um, I do love a secret royalty trope. It's just so good. It is good. It's fun. Just like, man, you're a prince or whatever, and you've just been, like, hanging around with us? Yeah, exactly. I am um, Groot. I am Groot. Um, it's, it's objectively very funny. This gets uh, retconned later, because um, there's uh, a story where um where the guardians are like split up uh and Groot goes back to his home planet um and then Rocket doesn't hear from him for a while so goes to his home planet looking for to Groot's home planet looking for him um and finds out that Groot was arrested uh, for impersonating royalty. Um, <laughs> so, apparently, he, uh, made that up, and somehow these guys all found out about it, um, and- But it's so much funnier if it's true, comics. It, it is funnier if it's true. I'm like, I, I do think it's fun. Like, I do think it is funny, um- if Groot just completely, like, lies and everyone believes him. But I think it's kind of funnier if it's true. Um, but, uh, he, uh, he get Also, he's specifically arrested for treason. Tree. They, they say, they say it as the pun. Ah. And I'm like, why do you have this pun? When you don't, you don't use spoken, you only use one sentence of spoken language. It's like Rocket is like using like a translating device when he tries to figure out what's going on. So maybe the translator device was just like, this is an opportunity for a very funny pun. Um, but, uh, Rocket helps Groot escape and then the two of them end up, uh, helping to save planet x from some incoming threat and so all of the other groots are like okay well we forgive you for your crimes um go ahead go do whatever um where um where things get a little bit confusing um is so in some of groots uh solo series he has at least one of his own solo series and then one Groot and Rocket um series in addition to like him and Rocket frequently being on kind of their own adventures um so they uh they establish some Groot backstory um where uh Groot as like a young Flora Colossi is, uh, more, like, the, the species in general, sort of a warlock situation, the species in general is sort of, like, uh, warlike and aggressive, um, but Groot is, you know, has empathy and wants to make friends, um, and they have this kind of, uh, these, like, little, uh, creatures, like, little woodland, like, rodents and squirrels and stuff who live on the planet who are referred to as, uh, maintenance mammals who are basically, like, forced to help, like, take care of these trees. Um, and Groot starts, like, forming, like, friendships with these little creatures and, like, becoming, like, very protective of them. Um, and gets upset with how they're treated, um, which is part of the reason he ultimately leaves. Um, and then later, 
I think as part of that telepathic conversation with Jean Grey, um, it's revealed that there is another aspect of this um, that Groot had not revealed, which is that um, the uh, Flora Colossi had, like, abducted a bunch of humans from Earth, um, one of whom was, like, a little girl named Hannah, um, and Groot felt really bad about it, um, and ultimately decided to, uh, help her escape, uh, and get back to Earth, and there's a, uh, and then he, he got her to safety, and then he got banished from the planet for his crimes of helping this child escape, um, and then there's a very sweet story where, like, he and Rocket, like, finds the girl who's, like, uh, you know, she's, like, an old woman now on Earth, and she remembers Groot, and he, she, like, still has, like, the flower that he gave her when he helped her escape, and they, like, you know, reconnect. Um, but these, like, backstory stories establish that, uh, the Groot who showed up in the first Groot appearance was not this Groot. It was another member of this species. Um, Kidnapping Hannah. <laughs> ki- yeah, exactly. Doing uh, doing crimes and kidnapping. Um, that's not uh, that's not what that, that's not what Groot does. That's not Groot's scene. Um, however, since then, um, there have been a couple references to that being the same Groot. Um, there was like one, like one story where like uh, somebody like saw Groot fighting, and I think it was like Cosmo, <laughs> Cosmo the space dog saw Groot fighting and was like, "Wow, this is just like when Groot first came to Earth, and he was so scary and aggressive." Um, <laughs> and uh. Then another story, um, recently, like 2018, um, where Groot himself references, like, oh yeah, like when I first came to Earth, I, like, was trying to destroy everything. Um, so, unclear. I, I feel like it, what, both, what if both are true? And the initial one where it wasn't him was just a case of unreliable narrator. Okay. he felt bad about um, kidnapping people. So he brought, he did bring Hannah back, but now he's like, he's grown a little. He can, you know, acknowledge his mistakes and his own, like, personal, I don't do that anymore. This is fine. I did make some mistakes in my youth, <laughs> kidnapping <Okay>. people from Earth. <laughs> That's fun. That's interesting. Rocket's um, just like, so you lied to me? And Groot's just like, I am Groot. I am Groot. Um, I mean, part of the, th- like, part of me is like, well, this seems like kind of an important thing to establish for, like, characterization purposes. Um... Even in comics where, like, characterization is so, like, fluid. But then it's also, like, we kind of so rarely get to see, like, Groot's, like, what's going on inside Groot's head. Which is why it's very funny to have things suddenly be like, oh yeah, he's a prince. Never told anybody. Um, so it's like, I guess maybe, you know, Groot is on his own kind of self-discovery journey about this that we just don't really get to see because all of Groot's thoughts get translated to us through Rocket. Um, in, uh, recently, um, there, uh, Groot had a, I mean, how recently was this, Gurney? Um, okay, yeah, like, 2017. When did Guardians 2 come out? Because now I'm curious how this played out. Sorry, hold on. I have to do something <laughs> real quick. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. So, same 
year that Guardians 2 came out. Um, which makes me think this is some sort of, like, brand synergy situation. Um, but there's a, uh, storyline involving the gardener, um, who is a, uh, one of the elders of the universe, I think is what they're called, which is a group that includes, uh, the Grandmaster and the Collector, um, and a bunch of other extremely powerful beings who are only referred to, uh, with titles. Um, so basically somebody was really into Doctor Who. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. There are a bunch of powerful beings who are only referred to with titles, and they're all the last of their respective species. Um. Somebody was really into Doctor Who. Uh, yeah. Um, and this guy's called, I mean, it's possible that this predates Doctor Who, but un- Sure. (laughs) Like, was original Who in, like, the 60s? I think so. Okay. Um, so, I, I think it might be, like, around the same time period. Um. 1963. Okay. Interesting. Um, but, so this, this one guy is one of the elders of the universe. He's called the Gardener. Um. And he, uh, gardens. (laughs) He's got a big old garden. Um, he mostly keeps to himself. And then one day Loki shows up. And for, uh, Loki reasons, uh, poisons the gardener and makes him, uh, go crazy. Um, and the... Guardians of the Galaxy show up, because I think they're, like, I think it's something, like, Gamora's looking for the Infinity Stones, and they're trying to find the Infinity Stones, and this guy had one of the Infinity Stones at one point. Big ol' Infinity Stone situation. You know how it is. Um, but, uh, the Gardener gets, um fixated on Groot. He, like, claims that Groot is the last survivor of planet X, which I, I still, I don't know if that has been like confirmed or not. Like if that's like the gardener, like losing his grip on reality and doesn't know what's true. Or if it is in fact a thing that happened. Um, Groot's just like, that's news to me. (laughs) Yeah. That's buddy. (laughs) That's, that's a lot to unpack. Um, and he gets really mad that uh Groot is like tainting himself by like traveling around with like the guardians of the galaxy um and ends up destroying Groot uh not a very however, good gardener <laughs> it's not that's not very good gardening my man um but as is usually the case a uh, little, you know, Rocket manages to recover a tiny little piece of Groot, uh, and Groot starts regenerating. Uh, however, this is the first time, n- normally he, like, he starts out small, and then he, like, regrows, like, fairly quickly, and also it's sort of like a two-scale, like, little version of Big Groot, and then, you know, just, like, kind of sizes up. This time, when he starts regenerating, he regenerates into, like, a little child size and shape version of Groot. And then stays that way for, like, a much longer time than usual. Um, so, again, unclear if this, like... No, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's, that's pretty, that's, they're aligning their comics with their movies (laughs) they are aligning their comics with their movies i don't know if it's like uh if it's a situation where they were like we want to have a a baby groot in the mcu so put baby groot in the comics or if this like they brought up this idea and they were like that's great we'll put that in the movie um i given i'm always a little bit skeptical of baby groot given like 
the extreme marketability. Yeah, a marketing factor. team was like, what if he comes back as a baby? And they're like, well, yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds good. And they're like, we can sell so much baby Groot merch. And they're like, you're you're right. We do need money. We don't we don't have enough money. What are we gonna do? We need money to feed the mouse. He eats money for fuel. Um since then, Groot has uh returned to uh normal full adult size. He actually um goes back to the gardener um and is like going to fight him but then is able to like purge the poison from his body that like Loki put there and the gardener's like oh no Groot I'm sorry I did that I wasn't in my right mind um and Groot's like okay it's cool and also in doing that and regenerating to his like full adult Groot sized body he uh, gains the ability to speak in complete sentences. Oh. Um, cause it's, like, regenerating, like, also generated him a larynx. A, non, a, a non-wood voice box? <laughs> yeah. Um. No longer shall I make the sound that the wi- that the tree makes when the wind goes through the branches. Now I can speak English. Now I speak English to my friends. Um. I think he might still be speaking complete sentences, um, which is uh, a little bit wild given, like, how much that was his thing. But I guess at this point, it's like, you know, they've they've had, everybody had their chance to be familiar with the Groot who only says, I am Groot. Um, He has a little bit of a um, a punk moment. Partly brought on because of, uh, the time, uh, the brief period during which Rocket was, uh, seemingly dying, um, and then Rocket, like, ran off for a little bit because he didn't want to be dying in front of his friends, and then Groot was, as you could imagine, kind of upset, um, and he, like, he, like, carved himself a mohawk. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Um, because he was having, it is, it's a fun look, though. Punk Green is a fun look. Um, he also ends up with a bunch of, like, little mini Groots, um, because he gets into a fight with, uh, some, some, oh my god, it's like some, Frank, Frank Castle is the ghost rider, I think, for a little bit, and he gets into a fight with Groot, um... And while he's fighting, he, like, uh, like, cuts off some, like, pieces of Groot's body, and they grow back, but also the pieces he cut off, like, gain their own sentience, and they all refer to themselves as Stab, and they're all running around trying to stab Frank Castle, yelling, I am Stab, I am Stab. That's very good, actually. That's actually delightful to me. Uh, obviously, uh... Rocket gets better. Um, Groot, I think, keeps the mohawk for a little while. Because it's fun. Also, he literally carved it. It would be difficult to change. Yeah, exactly. It would be a lot of work. Um, And, uh, yeah. Much like Rocket, he's, like, been on um, a lot of... He and Rocket have shown up together in some, you know, various, like, uh, they, like, showed up in a Deadpool story or like a Gwenpool story. Um, and he's also had like some of his own solo adventures, which tend to, you know, because he's a, a big tree man tend to lean a little bit more towards silly, like the silly side of things, which is fun. Like I'm, you know, I'm always down for like a little goofy comic book story. Um, but uh yeah that's uh that's what's that's what's the story with this with this tree with this fun tree who everybody loves this fun Vin Diesel tree We love uh, you Vin Diesel tree We we love and support you Um did you have anything else 
you wanted to bring up? Um, I didn't read any comics, but last time my microphone breaking did eat my uh, cosplay talk. But so the only thing that was left was you saying you were proud of me, and nobody knows what you're proud of me for. <laughs> um, I've only got 28 things left to do on my to-do list to finish Aura Manhunter. Hell yeah! I'm doing good job. You are doing a good job, and I'm proud of you, and now everybody knows why. Wow. I did, um, I made some, uh, claws today. I'm gonna send you a picture. Oh, fuck yeah, claws. What? Oh my god, these look so cool! I also, I feel like your, like, your, like, Gwen shirt really adds to the whole vibe, also. It's a, it's a Gwen crop top, you just can't tell because that's where my mirror ends. <laughs> fuck yeah. Amazing. These look so good! Oh my god! I'm very excited for WonderCon, which is in, like, two and a half weeks. Hell, yes. Hell, yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm chugging along. Um, I'm, I'm doing my best. Probably not going to read comics until I come back. I do need to go to the comic shop, though, because I don't think I've been until January, and I'm like, my subscriptions! No! My box is so full! I gotta pick those up before they put them back on the shelf. <laughs> before they're like, I don't know where this guy went. He's fucking dead. <laughs> I mean, I could be, for all they know. How yeah. would they know? They wouldn't. <laughs> um, I was just, uh, reading some more, um, Al Ewing New Avengers, um, and I had not made the connection that this was the comic that's the source of one of your all-time favorite Clint Barton panels, uh, Agent I Was Born Difficult for Myself, um, so I got there and I was like, oh! Oh! <laughs> there he is. There There's he is. Barton, uh, don't make this difficult for yourself. Agent, I was born difficult for myself. There boy, he is. He, he, that, that's a boy. That's a boy there. That's a boy. Uh, it sure is. Um, But the rest of the comic is also uh delightful. Have, Billy you've and Teddy through... and Doreen are delightful. Have you gotten to the part where there's, like, the weird mini-arc where, uh, Billy gets, like, possessed yes. by an elder god? Yes, he sure did! <laughs> I remember we reading it and being all like, weird, but okay! Yeah, weird, but, you know, it's fun. Um, it's fun. And then the, uh... Avengers show up from the future to be like, we gotta kill Billy before he goes, like, fully evil and destroys the world. And, like, future, sad future Teddy is like, listen, present Teddy, I know you love him that's so much. That's not your husband anymore. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, and he has to go, like, my what? And then he's also like, fuck you. <laughs> Stay away from him. <laughs> um, it's very good. Um, also, uh, uh, Sam showed up, and I was thrilled. He showed up to tell everybody that he was not invulnerable when he was blasted. And I was like, <laughs> you sure are, buddy. You sure are. I gotta reread those. I've got them in a box somewhere. Yeah, they are, uh, delightful. Strongly recommend. If I mean, I know they're like, it's like 20... It's 2015. 16? Yeah, yeah. So they're a, a few years old now, but, like, if anyone wants to... It's just such a, like, delightful, goofy time. There's Olivia, want to know something fun? Fight. Last week when I was doing the show notes and I was putting, um, the... Just, like, this is what we talked about in our end section, uh, but I didn't even have to, like... I just typed Avengers 2015 straight in, and I'm like, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> I I know exactly what run you're talking about. I don't even have to look it up. Yep. I yep, don't even yep, have to yep. look. Usually it's like Avengers, Al Ewing, you know, that sort of thing. 
No, I just typed in Avengers2015marvel.com. <laughs> there it is. Um, anyways, yes. Uh, love it, love it. Um, but that's the only thing that I was reading this past week. Um, I don't think there's anything else I wanted to mention. Um, there's apparently a, uh, Scooby-Doo and Crypto animated movie that got deleted by <laughs> Warner Brothers. Uh, but it was oh. uploaded onto archive.org. <laughs> That's right. I saw the tweet about it, and then I saw that you linked it in the Discord, and I was like, damn, whack. It looks good. <laughs> <laughs> and I also, guess we gotta it, check it out. It looks, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like it's in the same, at least like the design of the Hall of Justice Feels very, uh, Justice League 2000. Oh, fuck yeah. Unless, unless I'm remembering something else and just putting it on Justice League 2000. <laughs> unless I'm just thinking about Justice League 2000 because I am always thinking about Justice League 2000. Yes. You know how it is. Yeah, you know. Um, okay, now I think that's everything. Um... If you, dear listeners, want to uh, keep updated with us, see when we post episodes, you can follow us on uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Oh, you can, we're at capesandjapes on all of the aforementioned platforms. Um, we have a Discord server where you can find the link to that Scooby-Doo movie um among many other things um we have a patreon if you want to support us on there uh last week we recorded our bonus episode where we both finally watched wakanda forever and talked about it um it was good it was good we liked it um so you can hear our thoughts um if you are not able to support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show another way, uh, we would love if you would leave a rating and review for it. We'd give you a shout out. Um, if you want to tell a friend about the show, if you think they might want to hear about the history of Groot, um, or any of our other episodes, um, and just, uh, coming back and joining us is our favorite way that you support us. So thank you for being here. For this episode of Capes and Japes, I've been Olivia. And I have been Briar, and as always, I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs>